Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a One of the week, Gen 4G Radio. It's episode 529 for September 3rd, 2018. And once again, we miss we miss being able to talk about a game by one day. I just want to throw that out there. I'm going to go through this whole podcast and tell you about how I played a bunch of Spider-Man. And then I won't be able to tell you about Spider-Man. So sorry. Yeah. Because review embargo is on Tuesday, so I'll I'll have I'm gonna write it today, today late, either later tonight or tomorrow I'm gonna write it, so it'll be live on Tuesday. But uh, <sighs> that is the first big AAA game of the fall, and it's here this week. I know everybody's excited, but anyway, on the show this week we have Anthony. Hello. And we have the Wombat. Here, yep, yep. Mr. McGriddle. Mr. Pancake. Mr. McGriddle himself. Mr. McGriddle. I take that. I still can't believe you don't like breakfast. We have a conversation. Yeah, man. I just, like, I, when I wake up and I try to eat right away, or, like, within the hour of waking up, I do not feel good. So I just stopped eating breakfast because if I'm not going to feel well, then it kind of defeats the point. That's your body telling you that your sleep schedule is all messed up. Well, that's accurate. It's been accurate for years. Yeah, I, I your body's say. saying go to bed earlier. <laughs> I don't really have a choice there, but okay. You are not sleeping like a human. Anyway, let's talk about video games. Anthony, have you been playing yeah. video games? Yeah, I've only played one on uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. So um, well, you know, there might be some people out there interested in that because, as you realize, that game is still not out. Yeah, I know it's weird because the embargo came out Tuesday of last week. Oh, so there we go. Everybody, everybody's had a review of it uh, except for me because I got it. Yeah, mm, it, it was such what, a funny. A days? So funny story is the PR guy emailed us about that game like a month ago. And, right, and like I replied back saying, "Yeah, cool, shoot it over." And apparently, my reply went into his junk folder, and we never got it. So I finally reached out to him directly and said, hey, yo, do you hate us now? And he's like, oh, shit, dude, my bad. <laughs> it went in my and, junk I mean, folder. It's also important to kind of note that, like, originally I was not the one lined up to review this. No, no, it was originally Jay. Jay, was, we Jay were... was going to, and what ended up happening was Jay got swamped with reviews because he ended up taking on Kwame 2. Kwame 2 and uh, Monster Hunter. Yeah, so, um, and I mean, Jay's, Jay's a machine, but I mean, there's there's a level where I understand completely. Yeah, you got a limit. Um, you got to have a limit. Yeah, so, um, I took it on because I love the Dragon Quest series. Um, 
I actually talked about it months ago that I was playing four again. Um, well, or four for the first time, I should say. Um, so I can basically boil most of this review down, and I know other people kind of have too. Um, this is Dragon Quest. There isn't really much more to say. It's Dragon Quest with a very, very nice coat of paint. Uh, if it weren't for the fact that uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z came out this year, I'd say this is the best Akira Toriyama's artwork has looked ever in 3D. Uh, however, uh, Fighter Z came out, and that is so Fighter... accurate to the animation style. Oh my god, Fighter Z running in 4K on like Xbox One X or PS4 Pro? Holy shit! Yeah, it's it's a kind of a weird thing to have two games with the same art style look so different because. This game um, is very soft looking in comparison. It looks like a storybook <laughs> to some extent, rather than like Fighter Z, which has the harsh lighting, um, just like the show and the comic. Um, so there's some neat things with this uh, to start the game off, where you can have a free camera in battle. So. Uh, and I'm not bringing this up, this name, to kind of talk about uh, quality, but my the, the closest example I could think of at the time was Quest 64, the way you could move the character around in the battle. Um, there was a reason why you do that in Quest. There isn't really here because you'll always hit um, in terms of just, like, there's no... You're just positioning your character. They took that away from me, and I think it's because I have multiple characters in my party now. As soon as you have multiple characters, they take away that free camera from the looks of it. I haven't been able to reactivate it. Uh, when The code we got came with the um, bonus costume and like the health and uh, magic um, healing tickets, which I haven't used. But it came with a costume from Dragon Quest Eight, And uh, it changed my character's look to like the same costume as Dragon Quest Eight. And then uh, they took that away from me, too. So I don't really know what's going on there. I think I have to rebuild the costume because from the sounds of it on the Japanese version, anyways, I looked it up because at that point, I'm like, is there a bug happening with the game? Um, and from the sounds of it in the Japanese version, you had to rebuild the, the costume or whatever. So Goddamn like, right. costumes. Obviously, I don't have anyone to ask at the time. This is still before reviews came out. And even then, I don't think reviews have mentioned it. There is a review out there that uh, I would not bother reading. And it's not because of the quality. It's it's just the length of it. Um, if you have played a Dragon Quest game and did not like it, you're not going to like Dragon Quest Eleven. If you played a Dragon Quest game and loved it, boy, this game is going to be right up your alley. If you are one of the people that have never played a Dragon Quest game, but love JRPGs and don't really like that like Final Fantasy is not traditional anymore and has done different things since, uh, I guess, 9 would be the last really traditional Final Fantasy. Um, what do you mean by 10, traditional? Like, turn-based. Um, 10 was turn-based. But 10, I guess, yeah, I was going to say, 10 is probably the last one that was... Yeah, because 11... The original. There was some different stuff in 10, <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, the ten's probably the last one then, yeah. Yeah, 13 had a little bit of turn-based in it, but like 11, yeah, that... 12, 11, 12, and 14 are all, and 15 are all like real-time combat. And and and, and uh, 13 um, had the weird paradigm system, right? Yes. Where it was kind of real-time-ish. 
I mean, Final Fantasy thirteen two, that game, that game's real good. So this is this is this is a new coat of paint on Dragon Quest <laughs> from the NES. Like that's kind of like it, the the gameplay hasn't evolved, but at the same t- uh, like to the extent that you maybe think it should have in a decade since that got released. But at the same time, it's been refined, and there's some neat stuff. Like this is the, this is. There's some really like graphically, this game looks amazing. Uh, there's a weapon forging system, a um, mini game that uh, you can build new equipment, but you can also uh, reforge equipment to get better stats on it. Um, there's a neat sort of uh, system there where you only have so many points to forge an item or reforge an item, and you need to have perfectionist pearls that you can only get from building new items. Um, I think you might be able to find them in chests, but there's no way to buy them as of right now anyways. You have your different characters with their different classes built in. So your character, the main character, the Luminary, uh, who you get to name and who's called Anthony in mind because I wasn't sure if it was asking for a name for a save or not. Um, you name your saves, so, Anthony. Yeah, why not? Just in case it is a named character that ends up being the thing, it's just easier if I name it my name. Um, so, uh, who's good with swords and great swords? There's the thief character, Eric. He's good with knives, swords, and boomerangs. I don't know. These um, names feel funny to me. Eric, Eric, Eric and Veronica Anthony, Serena, and like, is Jack, not... is Jack in there, and, and Diane? Um, <laughs> yeah, glad it's, somebody it's, got it. Okay, just for you. All right, John, John Cougar, Mellon Camp aside. Um, Aww. the uh, the uh, the story's pretty standard fare. Like it's it's weird because this game's really good, and at the same time, it's not pushing any boundaries um and i think that's the best thing it could do because if it gets too far away it'll end up with the same issue final fantasy sort of faces of what is a final fantasy game now right uh this is very much a dragon quest game what is neat though is that the enemy designs um one of them's the platypunk it's shown up in I think every game. Um, and when I had the free camera access still, when I moved my character around, like it was a weird little detail. The eyes followed my character. Like the amount of detail in this game is astonishing. And I, I'm, I'm floored that this game looks the way it does. Um, but like it's, it's hard to kind of like, I want to gush about this game, but if you don't like Dragon Quest, I can't sell this to you because you're just going to hate it. Um, what else is there that's kind of... Well, I mean, new? if you don't like Dragon Quest games, then why the fuck would you buy a Dragon Quest but game? Because, because <laughs> when you look at this game... I, because if you hate a Final Fantasy game, I'd say 15 is different enough from Final Fantasy. 
Yeah, but that's not the norm. Most of the time, games you're, kind of you, stick. You're to right, their... but what I'm saying is, is just like this is this game when you look at it, um, because it's 3D the way it is, and you're running around the map, and enemies are on the map. And I know they changed that for the 3DS version of Eight, but um, and you can run into them with horses and stuff. It's you still go into the battle um, screen like you. It pulls you into a battle room sort of arena. Um, there's, so there's a quick like uh, camera wipe to the battle sequence. Um, you still can choose. You can automate all the characters. Like you still choose your attacks, but you can automate the characters to just be aggressive or do the best option. Um, I don't have that set up. I do everything manually. Um, but you can do that if you don't want to. If so, if you're just grinding and you don't want to take control of it, you can just have them attack. Um, I'm just trying to think of other. You can ride a horse. The horse, when you gallop, uh, it'll run over enemies, so you don't have to fight them. And there's a new mechanic that when you fight certain enemies that have like a glowing um, sort of like spark around them, uh, when you defeat them. You can either ride them, their mount, or like take like one of the enemies is a robot that looks like an egg. And when you kill it, I'm assuming you killed the thing inside the robot because you jump into the shell and then you can use the legs on it to do a super jump in the dungeon. Um, as soon as you leave the dungeon, you can't use that mount anymore. Uh, another one was the Skull Rider, where you kill the Skull Rider and ride the skeleton. And the skeleton can do, like, this spider up... Like, it can climb like a spider up certain walls. Um, I'm just trying to think of anything else that's sort of new in this game. Um, there's a new level tree, like a, a um, leveling up tree. Now your characters level normal, so their stats increase every time they uh, they level up. But then you get certain points, and then you can use those points in this. Sorry, skill tree is what I should call it. Um, now, some of those skills are just you get extra attack power when you're using knives, and others are new spells. And your character will learn spells as they level up as well. But these are extra ones that you have to unlock. Um, there's the new um, oh God, what's it called? Basically, your character goes like Super Saiyan. They start glowing. Um, yeah, and dude. when they glow, they get extra attack power. Enemies can have this too. They have to be attacked a lot. Um, and there's certain techniques you can use when certain characters are glowing. Um, and then sometimes you have to have two characters glowing simultaneously. So uh, Mike, the main character, uh, the Luminary, and Eric, the Thief, uh, can do a special attack together where Anthony, it's as my character's called, attacks, Eric jumps over and steals an item. Um, and you're guaranteed an item. I have never not gotten an item from using that. Uh, the two sisters that are spellcasters can temporarily like heal their, uh, the, the party, and then the party keeps healing each turn for a short amount of time. So there's some neat stuff like that that are only available when you know, enough damage um, and if attacked enough, uh, there's side quests that aren't really all that interesting, to be honest. Um, there's not enough of them, and there's not enough variation. It's go out, get an item for me, come back, 
go out, perform a technique, come back, go out, fight enough of these enemies, come back. Um, I'm just trying to think of anything else. Again, like, there's a lot of reviews out there that are, like, going into a lot of detail about this, and for the most part, Dragon Quest game. And if you've ever played a turn-based JRPG like original Final Fantasy, this is kind of that. Um, which is nice. It's a nice change of pace because we don't get a lot of that. And uh, if you're on uh, PS4, and I think this is coming to PC as well, right? PC and Switch, but the Switch hasn't well, been Switch is for the US yet. Yeah. So if you have a PS4 and we're kind of or a PC and we're kind of disappointed that uh, Octopath Traveler didn't come because it was also traditional. I mean, take a look at Dragon Quest because it is, you know, one of those traditional JRPGs out there. I seem to just keep rambling about how it's just kind of Dragon Quest, but that's also what this just game kind is. of Dragon Quest. It's the eleventh one. It's eleventh Dragon. The Quest. only one that's different is ten because that's a, an MMO that never came to the U.S. There's a lot or of those. Europe, I think. There's a lot of those games that never came to the U.S. Dragon's Dogma Online, some bitch. Who Dragon Dogma Online? Yeah, it's in Japan. Wow, I didn't know that. I wanted to play that. Didn't come out over here. What about Deep Down? Remember that game? Yeah, vaguely. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, that's that's literally been it. I had guests over in the house, so you know. You throwing like a weekend at weekend at Anthony's? No. <laughs> God damn it, my 80s movie references are not laying <laughs> I got today. it, I got it. You know, I didn't have any dead people. I wasn't, like, stringing them up like puppets. Uh, you have to have a sequel I next year. I was walking them at the bottom of the ocean, which is questionable at best, and I don't know how those people didn't get in trouble with the law. It's a fucking movie with Andrew McCarthy. It's fine. It's a movie with Andrew McCarthy. It's fine. Yeah, okay. that's, that's, I mean, that's the perfect answer for everything that's wrong. He's having sex with a mannequin. Yep. Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Who is now doing... Isn't she doing commercials now? Probably. Who isn't doing commercials from that time? I mean, Sex in the City's over, so... Yeah. She can't... She can't do that anymore. What was was the Family Guy joke? (laughs) It was like trying to figure out what Sex in the City is about. So it's about three hookers and their mom? Oh, wow. Oh, anyway. Let's move on. Ryan, you play video games. Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes. I hope Uh, you did this week, because otherwise we're going to have a very short episode. Unfortunately, not really much, um, because I have been crazy busy this week. Um, Just insane busy. And so, on that note, can I owe you a review? So, you'll get it today, hopefully. Now that my week has slowed down a little bit. Slumbit. Um But uh, pretty much every, the only thing I have played is um, Fire Pro Wrestling. The uh, It is officially launched now, and so the online patch is out. And um, so you can play online. And the mechanism to um, download other people's user creations is online. Um let me talk about online play first. I really, really, really love the way they have the multiplayer set up. 
um, in theory. Now, in practice, it's not quite working the way they want it to yet, um, but hopefully as more players come online and people sort of understand the difference, they'll um, they'll figure it out a little better. They essentially have the online multiplayer uh, set up in two different modes. So you know how most online games you'll have like competitive multiplayer and um, casual multiplayer, for example. Um, and the competitive is where all the people who are really like focused on it play, and the casual multiplayer is where you just go if you want to have a good time. So with Fire Pro, um, because they recognize that um, this is pro wrestling and the whole thing's a giant fraud. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> counterfeit athletics. They, um, they, uh, they do it a little differently. So they have what is called, and now I'm going to forget the exact name of it because I keep wanting to call it one and it's actually the other. It's, I think... Cement mode or concrete mode. I can't remember which one it's called. Um, which is basically for people who just want to go online and play it like a fighting game, right? This is, this is your win loss mode. This is the, the only thing I care about in this mode is whether I win the match or not. Um, and so in that mode, you can expect people to try to win the match at all costs. <laughs> I so, would hope so. I would hope. So they're gonna, they're gonna do the same moves over and over again, and they're gonna, they're gonna keep you on the ground as long as they can, and, um, the only purpose is to try and win the match. The other mode is pro wrestling mode. And there are no wins and losses tracked in that mode. It does not track what your win loss record is in, uh, pro wrestling mode. The only thing it tracks is your average match quality. And so you are encouraged in that mode to work together with the other person that's in the ring with you or other people that are in the ring with you to put on a good match. Um, Fire Pro is a wrestling game where there is actually a button that you can press to lose the grapple on purpose. Um, so you're encouraged in the pro wrestling mode to sort of give up on some moves, like let the other person slam you sometimes, um, add drama. You know, you can purposely make your guy not pin for a three count, so you can get to 2.9, hit a button, and let the guy out of the pin. Um, and the goal is to make it look as close to a real pro wrestling match as possible, and you get a match percentage based on how good the match was, how many close close near falls they had on pins, how many big moves they had, whether both people hit their finisher, only one person hit their finisher, um, whether you did a bunch of crazy stuff like jumps off the top rope or jumps to the outside or whether you brawled outside the ring and stuff like that, um, which is really cool. It's a great idea for a pro wrestling game to have a multiplayer mode that ex essentially exists for you and the other person to try and put on the coolest looking pro wrestling match you can and not really to worry about whether you win the match or not. It's about telling the right story, um, which is basically all what pro wrestling is, right? It's, it's fake. So the, uh, well, I shouldn't say that it's scripted. So the, um, uh, the purpose is to try and make the match look as good as possible. So it, it makes sense to have a multiplayer mode in a pro wrestling game where the purpose is to make the match look as good as possible. So uh, kayfabe so I, mode. I think that's really neat. Yeah, kayfabe mode. I was trying to avoid the insider terminology. Um, I think I think kayfabe 
uh, listen, I don't watch wrestling, and I think kayfabe has been kind of adopted. Okay. Yeah, so I, K- I, kayfabe I mean, mode is a good way to put it, for sure. Um, and then, you know, the, the edit stuff, I was always a little afraid of how they were going to handle the trading created wrestlers on PS4 because they don't have the Steam Workshop to uh, lean on. And so what they've di- done instead um, is it works and it serves the purpose because the, the big thing about created wrestlers on um, Fire Pro is that you don't actually um, just you know download a, a created wrestler and move on. You actually subscribe to the created wrestlers so that anytime the um, creator of that uploads changes, so changes moveset a little bit or changes logic a little bit or changes the stats a little bit to tweak the wrestler, you get all the updates as well. Um, and so the way they've done it is when you click on the, um, when you go to the edits menu, you're also going to have an option to go to fireprowrestling.net and it actually launches the browser on the PS4, takes you to the web page of fireprowrestling.net where you can subscribe to, um, individual created wrestlers. Um, huh. And so it's it's a little bit clunky just because the web browser on the PS4 sucks. Yeah. Um, I haven't tested it yet. I imagine you can probably just go to FireProWrestling.net, log in with your PlayStation Network account, and subscribe to them that way on your computer. Uh, but I, ha- I haven't tested that yet. Yeah, I think they um, actually created two separate websites, one for the PC and one for the PS4, so I think that's possible. Okay. Um, the, uh, but it, it works and, um, you subscribe to it just like on the PC. Every time you, um, boot the game, it download, it re-downloads all of your created wrestlers so that, um, you get the newest version of them. Uh, and there are already tons of created wrestlers on there. Not just created wrestlers, but created matte graphics and, uh, logos and stuff like that as well. I want to describe what a matte graphic is, though. So a, the the wrestler for people mat- that don't know, yeah, for people that don't know, Fire Pro. Yeah. So generally speaking, um, your the the ring right has a mat at the uh, on the floor where the wrestlers actually wrestle. And generally speaking, depending on the promotion, that's either just going to be a flat color, so it might just be flat blue or flat white or flat black. Um, but a lot of the promotions, New Japan especially, have logos on the mat, and FirePro gives you the ability to edit um, and make your own custom mat graphics, um, as well as graphics for the turnbuckles, and uh, you can change the rope colors and all that stuff too. Um, you can also, and I didn't mention this before, you can create belts, uh, so you can create your own custom title belts um, out of a, a series of options. Um, so that's that's up there too. But so has um, anybody created a Gambus Con? I have not seen a Gambus Con. Oh, I will go back somebody. on somebody. <laughs> so I need to create uh, a Gambus. Maybe Con. I'll be that person. There you go. And maybe I'll create a Gambus Con. Yeah. Um. But uh, uh, no, it's the you know I've I've been able to download you know most of the big WWE wrestlers, some um, uh, some other you know legends and stuff like that that aren't in the game. So. Um, Anyone who boots the game up for the first time without connecting it to online is going to probably be a little disappointed in the amount of wrestlers there are. Don't be. Just go on FireProWrestling.net. You're going to find hundreds of them. Um, just about anybody you can want. I saw Winnie the Pooh career 
um, yesterday. So oh, they're uh, just about anybody you'd want up there. Um, and the the cool thing about Creator Wrestlers in Fire Pro is that you also have to give them logic. And uh, logic is basically, okay, what percent of the time do you punch compared to when you try to grapple? And what percentage of the time do you go to the top rope? And what do you usually do when you're there? And how aggressive are you? And stuff like that. So um, the, the, the logic, a lot of the creators are really good at making logic that makes the character behave the way um, the actual wrestler behaves. Uh, so it's, you know, most of, the, most of the creations that are up right now are really good. So Fire Pro has a very long-standing and very active creator wrestler community. Um, and so, you know, the ability to kind of tap into that is, is pretty awesome. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, like I mentioned, I, I'm going to try and get my review to Ken tonight. Um, and, uh, but it's, it's really good, especially if you're a big fan of the series, you're going to love it. Um, if you've never played a fire pro wrestling game before, it's going to take you some getting used to, especially if you're used to the WWE 2K series. Um, it's going to take you some time to get used to the timing. It's going to take you some time to get used to the fact that not all your strikes are going to land because you got to time them right and they got to be in the right position. Uh, but once you get used to it, uh, you'll, you'll really enjoy it for sure. Uh, other than that, I played a little bit more Elder Scrolls online this week, but not much. Um, and, uh, I'm going to try and play a little bit more of the Hitman collection. Because I bought the uh, a while back, I bought the Steelbook edition, um, and I haven't I haven't played it since I bought it. The so I'm going to try and go collection? through some of those missions. The Hitman, the Steelbook oh, edition, oh, oh, the, the, oh, oh, the new the Hitman first sorry. season, yeah, yeah the new okay, Sorry, there's uh, like four different names for that that specific yeah. Hitman now too. Yeah, Aren't they also redoing it's... all the maps from the first game with the second game's mechanics? I think I heard that. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, that. Um, there's so many great, I mean, there are so many great Hitman missions that they could honestly just release a game that was nothing but old Hitman missions and it would oh, be fine. The first uh, game. Yeah, the first man. game had some good ones. The, the first game's first mission is, yep. is stunning. Like the, yep. the, the ones in China are, uh, the going in and finding a guy peeing in an alleyway and yep. knocking him out. To plant a bomb on a car, so yep. simple. It's one of the easiest missions to do, but it's just the amount of AI at that time was great. And then there's the further you get into that, like oh, I'm climbing through windows and making to get into the Chinese restaurant and stuff. And it's just, yeah, Hitman Two is probably my favorite still. Um, Blood Money is my favorite, um, but uh, they're all. I mean, they're all good. I, I I really liked um, Absolution, um, which makes you so, like a, yeah, it was one of the few. Yeah, I know it was. It's very different than most Hitman games, but as a game, I really liked it a lot. Um, so I I love the series, and uh, I'm I'm excited to to play through this one, and uh, and then for Hitman Two to come out next year. It's this year. Is it next year? It's, it's this, this year. year. It's this yes. year. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> when All is right. that? Is that next it's month? It's November. November. All right. Well, then I'll be playing it next year. How about that? <laughs> That's yeah, too much stuff coming out. So I pre-ordered my uh, my copy of Spider-Man. So um, 
I did not go with the digital deluxe thing with the extra missions. I figure I'll wait and see. Well, that's um, just the season pass. Those aren't even hitting till I think October is when they start. Yeah, and the um, uh, the season pass content, I feel like, for just about every game ends up going on sale by the time I get to the point where I'm actually going to play any of the season pass content. Um, so I'll, I'll wait and pick that up later down the line. Yeah, I'll be interested to see I, what I that is. I almost never have time to play season pass content anyway. Because um, I'm always trying to find time to play the next game on my list, especially this year. Man, I I would be very surprised if I end up um, being upset that Spider-Man ended too soon, based on the fact that I got Mega Man 11 coming on the second, um, Assassin's Creed on the fifth, uh, and then Red Dead at the end of the month, God, and then uh, Soul Calibur in the middle of the month. <laughs> Oh Lord! I it's October. As, as, as Shang Tsung would say, it has begun. It has begun. Yeah, I'm so glad that Spider-Man's launching in September, and that maybe I can get it finished before October. I'm not counting on that, but um, yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, smartass. Uh, Silvando, there. There's another name of a party member I couldn't remember. Silvando. Silvando. Yes. Sounds like a Soul Calibur character. Speaking of it, Silvando. Silvando. He was done in a different art style. He could definitely fit in. He's weird. Versus Lizard Man. <laughs> Blade of Destiny strikes from both directions. Oh, if that announcer is not in Soul Calibur 6, they have fucked up. Oh, come on. They have to have him in there. <sighs> Didn't they call him something else, too? Doesn't he have an actual name? What, Lizard Man? I have no idea. Yeah, Lizard Man has an actual name, I believe. In some, in, in, as a three, I think. I yeah. will never call him anything other than Oh, Lizard no, Man. they still refer to him as Lizard Man. Aeon yep. Kalkos. Nope. Wow. Nope, Lizard Man. Not a chance. And I, and I will never be able to say Lizard Man without saying it. Lizard Man! Yeah, every no, single time. I mean, you kind of have to. If you just say Lizard Man, yeah. and it's like, what the fuck are you talking Lizard! Oh, okay, I got you. And I, you know, it's going to be one of those games where I'm getting, I'm getting so pumped for Soul Calibur because I can play with all the, the great people and I can be as in, embarrassed as hell to play with some of them. You're uh, getting and hope to God that nobody walks in when I'm playing as some of them. Yeah. You're getting as you're getting as uh, you're getting on PS4, right, Ryan? I am getting it on PS4. All right. right, I'll probably join you on there. Okay. All right, and I will probably play as Geralt most of the time. I figured as much. Shuck yeah. Which is, a, I mean, the I'm primary reason I'm buying it, not renting it. <laughs> All right. Um, I feel. Tell bad. me about the things you can't tell me about. <laughs> Play, just do it. Just break embargo. I've, just end the podcast forever after today. Just break embargo on Spider-Man. I have spent so much time playing two games that I can't speak a fucking word about. Damn it, can. So, yeah, I played a bunch of Spider-Man. Uh, you'll see my review on Tuesday when the embargo drops. Um, I'm also playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh god! Oh, that's the one I want to know. See, when does that come out? Is that the week uh, after? So that's got one of those funky. Um, if you, you bought the, if you pre-order, yeah. The so like the eleventh, um, we're allowed to review it on the tenth. It launches on the eleventh for some people, and then everybody, you know, the the plebs that didn't buy the special version. I think it's the fourteenth. So, beyond yeah, playing, well, that's what I'll be picking up and. 
bit of Spider-Man. I've been playing I really love that game. A lot of both of those games. Um, if it's anything like Rise of the Tomb Raider, it's the reason why I don't like Uncharted. So we can we can talk about that after the show if you'd like. Uh, but no, I okay. I played a bunch of both of those games. Uh, I'm also playing that SNK Heroines game that's coming out. Uh-huh. I can't talk about that either. <laughs> yeah, I I have my thoughts about... After hearing about that game, I have my thoughts. I have thoughts after playing it, for sure. Uh, but what yeah. I can talk about, I played a game called... It's, it's like, I played Spider-Man, Shadow the Tomb Raider, but I'm going to talk about the video kid. I've never even heard of this, so go for it. Okay, so the Video Kid is an indie game dropped this week. Um, y'all like Paperboy? Yeah. This game no, is fucking. You're... This game is fucking Paperboy. Like the arcade Midway game, yes. Paperboy. Yes. Yeah, I'm good. You're on a you're on a skateboard going you know isometrically down a sidewalk, but instead of delivering newspapers, you're delivering delivering porn VHS tapes. It could be porn. It's probably porn. So. This game has like tons of like the main character looks like Marty McFly. He's even got the vests, you know, so he don't drown. This seems like a weird. It's a cool game. It, so is it really? Yeah, I'm actually enjoying it. It's got like that um, oh the voxel kind of look to it. Oh, it's actually 3D. Yeah, and um, like there's like it's like total 80s nostalgia. So like I saw Jessica Rabbit walking down the sidewalk. I had to dodge her. Big Bird was yelling at me on the sidewalk. Um, this game is cool. It's 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 straight up paper boy. You've got uh, houses that you have to deliver the videotapes to. They have red mailboxes. You can stop crimes with your videotapes by hitting people with them. Um, you can fall down into the sewer and do some tricks. You can grind rails, Tony Hawk style. It's a cool game. Okay, so this sounds way more in depth than just Paperboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's there's okay, quite a bit God. to That's it. Yeah. When you started saying you're like, "Hey, so it's Paperboy," and I was like, "Oof." So yeah, it's but it's still got the same premise. You got a level um, as you go through. It'll tell you how far you got before you died, kind of thing. So there's not a whole lot of there's no like modern day progression stuff to it. It's just hey, play the level. Can you how far can you make it? Kind of deal. Um. Also checked out the Talos Principle on Xbox One. I had to play through like three or four rooms of that before I remembered that, that game is incredible. So if you've never played that because you only have an Xbox, go check that game out. It looks real sharp in 4K. But um, I have I, never played the Talos Principle. Really? What type of yeah? What type of puzzles is it? So, I know it's a puzzle game, and I know it's by Crow Team. Think of like a Portal style game. Um, with a narrative about God. Okay, it, I'm kind of now interested. Yeah, he talks to you throughout the entire game, and it's kind of fantastic. Okay. Um, I, I remember seeing a bit of it and being like, this looks interesting, but I don't know if I'm... No, no like, it's it's totally worth okay. it. It's, it's an incredible game, and the Xbox One version launched with the uh, DLC. So, oh, alright, well then... Yeah, you get it all in one shot, so... But no, that's a great game if you've never played it. Never been a better time. Um, I played a game called Splash Blast Panic. Which is kind of like a Smash Brothers with guns. You basically just fly in a jetpack and shoot the other person or other people. Alright, then. That, that game's not very good, 
Yep, didn't sound it. Um, I booted up. So DayZ dropped on Xbox One Game Preview. I have never played DayZ. Never. Um, that game, yeah, I don't like that game. So here's okay. So Daisy, because uh, I just said that, and I I want to be fair to it. Daisy, when it started, the concept of Daisy is fantastic. It is survival with zombies around. Yeah. The issue is the way that game went was a lot of the, and I don't know if it's like this on Xbox. A lot of the maps ended up just removing zombies and ended up being basically what Rust was or is, and that's player versus player fight for survival and there's some neat stuff in it but the issue is that you end up just having a group of people that play against each other um because nobody new jumps in and i get it i get the fascination with player versus player survival but um it's not fun like, yeah, it I, might be just me. It's just not fun to be consistently having to worry about surviving because some person came in just to grief. Yeah, I don't quite understand. Like, the game doesn't really give you like any kind of tutorial or anything. Um, it just kind of lets you pick a server and jump into it. Yo, and I um... ran around for probably like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. And the only thing that I found was a fucking can of soda. Yep. Like, and, am and I supposed to am I supposed to like break trees or something to build stuff? I'm pretty sure or? you're just supposed to scavenge. I can't remember. I just know that you like you can t- if you take a fall, uh you can break a leg and then you have to crawl. If you get cut, like you leave a blood trail which zombies will follow. Like it's a really interesting game. It's just that's just it. And so you'll scavenge You'll find stuff, and then somebody who has a gun comes over, shoots you in the head. Takes You take one shot because it's far more realistic, and then you lose all your stuff. Yeah, but I didn't find anything. I found, like, a whole town. Oh, they'll still shoot you. But, but I mean, I found a whole town. But you could have been in a server where somebody had already scavenged. There was nobody in the server. I did that on purpose. Oh, um, then I have no idea. Yeah, I went in, like, six different houses and found nothing. Yeah. I don't know. It just it doesn't seem like my jam. It. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I could have told you it wasn't your jam. Well, I mean, you know, they send me these codes. I'm gonna boot these games up and see what they are. And if it weren't for the fact that I was playing Dragon Quest, I would have started up uh, uh, Original Sin too. Yeah, that game. I keep booting that up, going, "I'm gonna check this out," and then I get overwhelmed by the fact that like. You it's can, D&D. You can interact with every goddamn thing. and I'm like, dude, I can't, my brain can't process this right now. It yeah, looks if you want to play D&D, but you don't have someone to play D&D with, guess what? Divinity, Original Sin 1, and t- specifically 2. Um, it looks they're D&D. so good on the X. Oh my god. It looks so good. Mm. Anyway. Uh, I also picked up Cosmic Star Heroin. Because it was on a flash on sale. Switch? No, on PS4 it was on a flash sale this week for seven bucks. That's Chrono Trigger inspired game. Yeah, I played through maybe twenty minutes of it uh, just to kind of see what it was, and I want to play more of that game. That game was cool. The um, oh god, what's the studio's name? The same Z- people that did uh, Saves the World. Yeah, Z Boyd. Uh, so I'll be playing some more of that when I get some time. 
And then it's a game I want to jump into. I just if I'm gonna if Drew had been here, oh. we could have talked about Blade Strangers because we both played that. He's reviewing that. Um, so here's all you need to know about Blade Strangers. It's an indie fighting game, and it's got motherfucking Shovel Knight in it. And it's got nice. Isaac in it. It does have Isaac in it. It also has the dude from Cave Story. Uh, has a couple characters from Code Princess EX. Has two, has, isn't the female character from Cave Story also in there? I believe so, yes. I don't yeah. know Cave Story well enough to know. I just know that there are it's Cave Story characters. And, um, oh god, I can't remember her name. So, here's the thing about this game, though. So, Shovel Knight is in this game. He is a big motherfucking grappling character. And he speaks with, like, this real deep Japanese voice. It's Perfect. crazy. Is it is it on par with his appearance in uh, Ukulele? It's he's he's more menacing. Oh, than he was in Ukulele. Oh no, he comes out with his shovel and he's like, and I was like, whoa, holy shit, I'm afraid of Shovel Knight. But uh, Blade Strangers is uh, the the definition of like. And, and I say this, and I don't want it to sound like a, a negative term, because I actually enjoy it, but it sounds like Baby's First Fighting Game. Because every character has exactly the same moves. Like, there's no... They all do different things, but the way to perform them is all done exactly the same. Like, every character has two attack buttons, a special button, and then, like, a another move button. But, like, supers are done by tapping one button. If you want to do a level two super, you tap it twice. Like, it's very simple fighting game. Um, I'm also really a big fan of the art style in that game. Like, I like the look of it. Um, it's still jarring to see Isaac not drawn in any sort of different way for that yes. game. Yeah, he is, he is the weird one. Him and the girl that's on the back of, like, a giant fucking cat. I don't, She's from something. I don't know what it is, but... Like, the characters in that game are really weird, but what I like about this game is is the art style and, like, the simplicity of it. I actually really enjoy that. Um, nobody bought this game. Like, you can't find a match online. That's weird. I've seen All I've seen on Twitter is people buying the physical copies. I think they don't open them. That's what I'm saying, is a lot of people buy these games and never play them. That's what always cracks me up about it. Um... But I also don't blame people for not buying this game because not only is it a no-name fighter, super simplistic, it's also forty bucks, and that's a hard pill to swallow for a game with like twelve characters and. Oh, it's only a, twelve characters. Yeah, there's not a lot of pedigree behind oh. it, so, which is a shame because it it's really good. Uh, this is also one of the first games, and granted, I don't play a lot of games on Switch and then play them on another platform kind of deal. But I've seen this game running on Switch and on PS4. That resolution makes a big difference to me now. Like, seeing on a TV. Like, this game looks really good in handheld mode. But when I blow it up to my big 4K TV... mm, It's a little muddy. A little blurry. And uh, that's not the first game that I saw happen to do that. And I actually got to see the PS4 version compared to the Switch version of another game that I was playing. And, ooh, Switch. Switch can't pump that resolution. And it, it's it's really kind of a big deal for me, because there was also some frame drops in the other game I was looking at. And I was like, eh, eh. So, but there you go. 
And I think... It sucks, because the best stuff I played this week, you know, the stuff I played the most of... The, peop- the stuff that people are going to want to hear I can't, about. I can't yeah. talk about it, and it sucks. Um, I, I have one that's uh, game adjacent. I picked up um, the Zelda Encyclopedia. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. But- I thought, like, oh, okay, so, like, it'll be, like, basically, because there's a website called Zelda Wiki. I'm a yeah. fan, so. And I was like, oh, it'll be... It's like, here's every version of the rupee graphic we've ever used. And then let us explain. And I'm like, wow, this is a lot. They're like, this is the species. Uh, this is what the birds are called. I'm like, what? Like, they are they just birds? They're like, no, we're going to tell you about every sort of animal that's existed and wh- when it started existing and why it doesn't appear in other stuff. And it's in depth. I, I was surprised with the amount of text in that book um but if you're a zelda fan that is like a must own there's a more expensive version that looks like the old nes cartridge i wouldn't spend the money on because it's like 100 bucks and it's like the same exact book but oh i also did revisit two games that got uh x patches this week um halo the master chief collection patch how's that look holy shit not only did they up the resolution to that game and add HDR, that game runs at 60 FPS now. Does it run on... Oh, is it only on X that it runs on 60? Yeah. Oh, it is... Holy cow. Like, I played through uh, the third mission in the original Halo. Oh, uh, the best Halo? And I was just like, oh my god. And then I booted up Halo 4 because it's you know the most modern in the collection. Right. And it looks like a goddamn Xbox One game. It looks so good. That game looked really like as much as people want to give three four three shit, and I guess rightfully so sometimes. Um, Halo four and five look fantastic. Yeah, no, Halo four was a technical marvel on the three sixty, and but seeing I, it run in four K sixty on the X, oh my god, it's just man. Like if you have Game Pass, that fucking game is in it right now for free. So go download that shit. And I love that you can you can actually pick what to download, so you don't have to download the whole thing because it's massive. It's like almost. And you don't if you don't want to play multiplayer. You don't. don't yeah, to, you don't have to download, have to download that download either. Yeah, it's it's a nice. It, it's super nice. And does it the Game Pass version come with ODST? No, ODST is not included in the Game Pass version, unfortunately. ODST is so good. If anybody goes out and like. They haven't fi- they haven't mastered that yeah. one yet either. It's not. Oh, in, they haven't. It's okay. not. In 4K. Well, that that game is fantastic, regardless. Agreed. But yep. um, it's it's one of the most interesting uh, Halo games because it's it plays differently. Yeah, because it's not a it's not a Spartan. Yeah, well, no, and it's not even just that. Well, that it too. It, the way that world is set up and the story is told. Yeah, it's like a it's, it's like a giant unique. open world. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah. It's also got the best, one of the best soundtracks, like the jazzy soundtrack for ODST. I, I, I love it, but it's no three, three. Well, no, no, no. It's, it's definitely not. You know, but it's Marty games. O'Donnell and um, Michael Salvatore. Yeah, uh, I also they also for, like out of nowhere patched the Batman Return to Arkham collection for the X, which now uncaps the frame rate and upgrades it to 4K. It it doesn't hold sixty constantly, but it's pretty close. And man, that's another game that just looks and runs really good. I wish 60. that game came with Origins. I know that's yeah, a weird, yeah, 
that means like if you want to play Origins, which is a good game, you got to buy the 360 version, the old version, yeah. Yeah, which is backwards compatible, so you can play it on Xbox. Oh, okay. One. Well, then I, it's not as rough of a. But I, I know we've discussed it a lot on this show. I still believe that Arkham Origins is the best story the Arkham games have ever told. I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah, that is a great fucking story. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Uh, like I said, I spent most of my time playing shit I can't talk about. But uh, let's talk about what's coming out this week. Whew. Goodness, Oof. goodness. Uh, Four twenty-eight Shibuya Scramble. That's the big one. Everybody's been waiting on. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's been waiting that one. Uh, Blade Strangers. I guess that's the physical release or something. I don't know. It's already. Yeah, out. I think. Um, oh, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know though. It's. It, it, it don't matter. Uh, Claws of Furry. That's clever. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, Destiny Two Forsaken. So the big Destiny expansions dropping this week. Uh, Dimension Drive, which we did get a code for that. I shipped uh, the Destiny off to our our resident Destiny player, Mister Dave. So, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age. That game's great. Uh, Genesis Alpha One. I I don't know what that is. I mean, there's so many fucking games now anymore. It's like if you you got to get word of mouth or something out there. Uh, God Wars: The Labyrinth of Yomi. That is, I'm assuming, a sequel to the Vita title. Sure. Ninjin: Clash of Carrots. Must be a rabbit ninja game. Must be. Uh, Operation Warcade. 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 That, that sounds like a WCW Saturday event. <laughs> it definitely does. Come to Warcade. See Sting and Ric Flair tear it up. <laughs> Burr. Uh, <laughs> Planet Alpha, which I know what that is. That's Team 17's 100th game. Wow. I'm both surprised it's their 100th game and surprised they haven't past more than that, because they've been around forever. Yeah. Uh, I've actually played a little bit of that. It's a weird game. I don't know how they make weird it. games. Yeah. Worms yep. is a weird game. Uh, Shadows Awakening. I love Worms. I, I just gotta say it. I love, I love Worms those too. games. Worms are cool. Uh, Shadows Awakening, which I forgot I did play that. Uh, that actually dropped last week on PC. That is a Diablo style uh, action RPG where instead of switching classes, like you, you carry the classes with you. So you play as a demon who gets people in his party and he calls them puppets and you can switch between them on the fly. It's an interesting game, but it's got some real slow pace to it. Uh, Justin uh, did a little bit. I watched uh, Justin put up some gameplay footage on his yeah. YouTube, it's, and I was watching it. It was a weird-looking game. He too. likes that game a lot more than I do. Um, it does have a neat hook of switching to the demon to solve puzzles and stuff, but I just had a real problem with the, the pacing of that game, how slow it felt. Uh, Slime Rancher is dropping on PS4. I guess that means the 1.0 version is out or something? I don't uh, know. No, the phys- I think the physical version was supposed to be out last week. And yep, didn't. I think that's correct. Gotcha. So... I am someone who really, really enjoys Slime Rancher, so I will. There's a I lot of people for its quality. Yeah, there's a lot of people that really like that game, so I, I have I've, no doubt that it's I, cool. I, I 
totally support that. It looks great. I just have no interest. It's it's great. Um, I tell my son though, like I got to be in a very specific mood to play Slime Rancher because it stresses me out. Um, really, it's, it's not a game that relaxes me. It's a game that stresses me out. So. <laughs> Don't, don't certain slimes turn and like eat other slimes and stuff? Just yeah, like they can. Kind of... You gotta be, you gotta be careful about which slimes you put next to what other slimes. Oh, you gotta Lord, make yeah, sure they're no, all I'm fed. Out. Um, cause if they're not fed, then they can turn, uh, into, uh, the like ink blot looking things and they'll kill all the rest of your slime. Um, you gotta constantly be replenishing their foods. So How is this popular with kids? I'm stressed out listening to this. Because the slimes are cute as can be. Yeah, but then they eat each other. <laughs> yeah, kids don't care. That's true. Kids don't have the stress of like failure in video games that we do. Yeah, that's true, a hundred percent. Although my son, so back when Slime Rancher first came out, um, for uh, Xbox and it was free, um, he had a situation where he didn't do something or put two slimes together that shouldn't have been together. And cause the slimes give off these things called plorts. Um, and if, <laughs> if, if a slime eats the wrong slimes plort, it'll also turn into a, a, a bad slime or whatever. He put two of the wrongs. He had a bunch of slimes that he had gathered and he put two of the wrong ones in a cage together and they turned into bad guys and wiped out his entire collection. And oh, he bought. Uh, he was so upset, you know, because he lost all of them. Hearing you describe like a slime eating another slime's plort, the only thing I can think of is that <laughs> is that South Park episode where the, the two aliens are like suck my jag off. <laughs> <laughs> this would be more the equivalent of them eating another slime's poop. Oh, oh, this does not help dang. the situation at dang all. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can you can pick up their plorts <laughs> and <laughs> use them. You can sell them or you can use them to make new slimes with and stuff like that. What? Oh my god! Now I'm out for sure. It's a fun game though. Oh yeah. And certain slimes have to be kept turn... in certain kind of cages. And oh my god! I don't... And you don't want them to plort in the wrong cage. <laughs> It's true. All right. Uh, Super Street, the game. Uh, the Long Dark. I'm assuming that's a physical or 1.0 release of that. That game's been in early access for ages. Uh, is it on? Ever? Wait, wait, what I'm looking at PS4. Then? I'm on PS4. I don't know if that came to PS4. Maybe it is now. Eh. Zone of the Enders, the second runner Mars. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a Zone of the Enders game in 2018. It's that VR it's... one. Yeah, it's well. It's it's a remake of two that has VR. Yeah. Uh, arcade Islands Volume One. It's a collection of like arcade games. Uh, Immortal Unchained. Uh, this little indie game called Marvel Spider Man. That's out yeah. this week. NASCAR Heat Three. NASCAR. Uh, NBA Two K Nineteen. NBA Live Nineteen. Salt and Sanctuary. I'm guessing that's a physical release on PS4. Uh, and SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy. I'll move over to Xbox, see if there's anything that's not listed for PS4, as I always do. Full Blast, which is a vertical shmup, I believe. Uh, Aaliyah, Episode 1. 
I have no idea what that is. And Dead Age, which sounds like a very grim, double fine game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing for the 3DS, nothing new there. Nope. Uh, Switch. Not as big as it normally oh, is. Good. I was going to say, give us the list of 40 games. Uh, we've already talked about most of them. Uh, ukulele is finally coming to Switch. Uh, is it... No, ukulele is already on Switch. Oh, it's is it? The physical, it's the physical version that's being published by Limited Run, which is weird because Team 17 published the physical versions for Xbox One and PS4, so I figured they would have had the rights to Switch. But uh, no, it's Limited Run... Uh, I think there's a special version, but it's actually, I think they've changed the date today that it won't be out Friday. It's next Friday, okay. I think. Well, whatever. It's, uh, it's open pre-order, so if you want a physical version of ukulele, um, they'll make as many as they get orders for, but there's a special edition, so if you want that, you have to go in on Friday whenever they open it. Just follow Limited Run on Twitter worth your time if you're interested in physical copies of stuff for Switch. Uh, a bunch of games we've already mentioned, but also Moonfall Ultimate, Son of a Witch, uh, the <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces bundle for the console, uh, Bro Force is dropping on Switch yeah. this week, Hyperlight Drifter is dropping on Switch Ooh. this week. You all should play that game. Uh, you know, that game got patched for a 60 FPS mode on PC and it never fucking came to the consoles and it pisses me That's off. That's weird. Uh, Kentucky Robo Chicken. Okay. Uh, Lifeless Planet. Uh, Mummy Pinball. This game is coming to everything this week as well, and I saw this, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? It looks like Mario in, like, a knight's outfit. It's called Siggy, a fart for Melusina. When you say a knight out, knight's outfit, I'm assuming you mean like armor and yeah. not like knights knights into dreams. Yeah, duh. Okay. Hey, you said knights, and I wasn't sure if it was nobody said knights since like 1996. Hey, first of all, there's a sequel for the Wii, and back in like 2008, so and nobody know. said anything when it came out. That was my point. I, I love that game. <laughs> also, wrong, super inefficient golf. What the fuck is that? Uh, also, I, s- there's a- I assume they've just there's too many names taken by video games now, so where they just throw in shit. So speaking of names, where they throw in shit, there's a game on the Japanese list of games that's coming out this week that I got to read. It's called Kago Niwa No Cock Robin. <laughs> no Cock Robin. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, PC games, man. It's just. It's- Mm. Mm. Uh, we've got World Hentai. We've got my. Well, at least try. At least try to hide the, the shit. Come on. How about my maid girlfriend? No, that's even worse. How about Hentai IQ Puzzle? From okay. the people that brought you Half-Life brings you the finest purveyor of shit, Steam. Okay, so here's a game where if there was not a colon in the name of it, it would be hilarious. It's called Puzzles for Smart, colon, Dogs. Take the colon out, and it's Puzzles for Smart Dogs! Hey! <laughs> Even then, well, the colon... Uh, that would actually make sense. This is the way it's the Puzzles for Smart. What? <laughs> That's clearly not for smart people because they didn't come up with a good name for the game. Ha ha! Yeah, well, it's grammatically ha, ha. incorrect. 
Oh man, I swear I thought this said Need for Speed, but it says Need for Spirit Drink and Drive Simulator. What? Yeah. There's a game on here called Afghanistan 11 colon Royal Marines. Wow, they just let anything on, huh? Yep. They just... Uh, yep. The, I need more knives. The this is pizza delivery local. boy who saved the world. Okay, that one sounds semi-interesting. Uh, hentai Hexa Mosaic. Okay. When we're back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh... The Blue Bulls and the Quest for Chocolate. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> what would Google say? To Blue Bulls and... No, that's the name of the game. What would Google say? For... Oh, <laughs> What okay. would Google say is that's, the name of that game? That's the name of a game is what would Google say? Oh, my God. Virtual, virtual reality. <laughs> Where you can pretend to be in virtual reality. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers need to stop. <laughs> Alright, I'll move it to the news. I can't deal with this. There's a lot of great games coming out this week. Play There's those. a lot of great news. So, uh, Anthem is getting a Dembo on February 1st. A Dembo? A Dembo. It's like a Dumbo, Dembo. but something happened to him. Um, demo on February 1st for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, if you pre-order the game, you're good. If you have EA access, you're good. If you don't, you you ain't playing it. That's fine. Boom. Uh, there was a lot of talk about puddles this week. Uh, okay, that's the end of that story. Let's go on. Do you want to talk about puddles? No, I don't. I don't understand puddle, how puddle, people puddle, are puddle, still puddle, like puddle, this puddle, nowadays. Uh, you have nothing better to complain about. <laughs> Fuck. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Special Edition Bundle for Nintendo Switch. Pro Controller announced. The Pro Controller uh, looks nice, but I thought they were doing one with a the GameCube controller. I'm sure they're, that's in Europe. That one was uh, never announced for the U.S. Okay. Uh, 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 God, there's always so much news that it's just like, fuck off. And I'm trying to get to the good bits. Spider-Man's apparently 20 hours, according to Insomniac Games. They confirmed that. PlayStation Plus games for September. Um, or do you want to do Xbox Live games first? Because uh, one, one of these things is not like the other. Definitely <laughs> uh, not. <laughs> I, so, I haven't... Okay, so Xbox Games with Gold is uh, the Escapist... Or, Prison Architect, that's the game. Uh, and Live Lock, which everybody play that game, it's pretty good. Live uh, Lock is what? Live Lock is uh, like an isometric shooter. Okay. Uh, with like three characters. Oh shit! Whoa! What the? Sorry. A video, <laughs> appara- a video apparently started playing in my browser for the news Yikes. I'm reading. Normally you don't hear that, but this time you did. Uh, And then the 360 games are Lego Star Wars and... uh, Lego Star Wars 3, right? And then what's the other game that's the second Monster World Collection! Oh, that's Um, right, that's right. The Sega Ages Collection. Yeah, so uh, you get the three 
Uh, well, you get three of the four Monster World games. So you get Wonder Boy 2 in Monster Land. You get uh, Wonder Boy Monster World, which is the third, uh, the third Wonder or third Monster World game, the fourth Wonder Boy game. It's a pain in the ass. And then you get Monster World Four, which was originally Japanese only. Uh, you don't get the Dragon's Trap, uh, but uh, Monster uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World and Monster World Four are fantastic games uh, that I suggest playing. Uh, Wonder Boy Two, not so much. You know what's hilarious about all this is that alone has probably sealed that Anthony prefers games with gold this month. Yeah, well, I mean, I already own that collection, but it's it's a, I think. If you have any interest in Monster... Well, now that Monster Boy is coming out in November, I'd say try those, and it's free, and it's they're fantastic side-scrolling Zelda games, basically. Okay, well, let's talk about PS Plus, because that's kind this of a bigger a, deal. I have no idea what PS Plus is. So, you, all the games are cross-buy on PS4, so all six games will be playable on PS4. Okay. Uh, so you've got Foul Play, which is that old-timey fighting beat em up game looks cool. Sparkle 2, which is a Bejeweled clone. Uh, Cube, the director's cut. First person puzzle game. Another World, 20th Anniversary Edition. Uh, God of War 3 Remastered. That's fucking rad. Right, that, that's pretty awesome. And Destiny 2. Because we can't sell it to you at this point. Still, when you look at the quality of the games that they're giving away... You're yeah. right. You're right. The The... The God of War is great. I don't know about the other smaller titles. And if you want to play Destiny 2, um, or if you are if you played Destiny 2 and you want to get your friends into it, that sounds fantastic. I just have no interest in Destiny 2. The God of War, however, I definitely can jump into. Because um, I would love to see what it looks like being mastered. But uh, yeah, it's definitely games of gold for me. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of indie games were announced for Switch this week, including Wasteland 2 is coming. That's pretty awesome. Uh, this news is all over the place. It is ridiculous. So if you have something, go ahead and, and shout it out while I'm digging through this. I know there was... Um, what else was in that Nindies thing? Because there was a bunch of stuff that was in that. Fuck. There's so many Fortnite stories in here that you have to scroll through when you do news. Let's probably vet this shit before we do the show. Cyberpunk yeah. demo. That's jo- 47 minutes Did long. you all watch that? No. Nope. Oh my god. I would like can to, I, but no, can I, I did can not. I, can I... Can I... Oh, I was going to say, I'm kind of just holding off because I just want to... Exp- like, I don't want it spoiled for me. I'm getting this game. Yeah, that game is something else. So... And I don't want to be the person that complains about puddles come time when the game gets released. I watched this you know I mean? on a 480p YouTube stream, and I was still blown the fuck away. I, that game is something. I love I love how people have been questioning. I've heard about it. I, I love how people have been questioning, like, this can't possibly, you know, they're going to have to uh, dumb it down. It's probably a vertical slice that's been specifically built. I'm like, I've... I'm like, I haven't played The Witcher. I've seen enough of The Witcher to say they could probably pull this off. Yeah. Like, everybody's voiced. I'm like, isn't everybody voiced in The Witcher? Yeah. Like, there's a ton of dialogue in The Witcher. And, like, I mean, tons of it. And then that's just the spoken stuff. I've heard about, like, letters that are left 
that you can read? I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure out of anybody, this is the team that would pull off something that sounds as absurdly um, complex as this. Yep. Well, and they're go- they're going to have plenty of time. Yeah, so. that game's probably not out till 2020, most likely. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice was originally started as a Tenchu game. Really? Yeah. It does kind of look like yeah. that. Except now it's a Souls game. If But also, right. to kind of tie that back in, if you remember, From Software made a Tenchu game. They did. Yeah. yeah. Did they? Yeah. It was yeah. on the 360. Tenchu Z? Yeah. yeah. That's Is from, that them? That's From Software. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Crazy, that's a right? game. I like that one. Uh, bum, bum, um, bum, bum. And and Sekiro, they've confirmed that it doesn't play like uh, Souls. Yeah, but I watched a video of it. That game's fucking Souls. Mm. They're lying to you. That game's a fucking Souls game. <laughs> <laughs> I They're watched, lying to you. I watched a guy play it for like 15 minutes. I'm like, yep, that Souls game. Hold block, circle around, motherfucker. Uh, Spider-Man DLC, as we talked about earlier, has been confirmed. The first pack arrives in October. Uh, There will be three total packs, probably October, November, December. The digital deluxe version will get you that pack. I think it's $24.99 if you buy it separately from the game. Um, Xbox backward compatibility. They finally added the game that everybody's been tweeting at Major Nelson for the last year and a half. That is Modern Warfare 2. Now, well, I mean, it's weird that they'd have Modern Warfare 3 and 1. Backwards compatible and not to, but yeah, yeah, you know, it's you, nice that they finally came around. That's still you can now play um, no Russian. Yeah, I, I just I want to say like just the backwards compatibility support. I know that PS4 has all the exclusives, but man, it's hard to not tell people just to get an Xbox. The amount of games you can play on it from last gen and this gen, and some of the stuff they've done to the old gen games. I think they're nearing 500. Yeah, it's a lot. So and, and you know, and and like 360 games are dirt cheap. Yeah, like and there's use. a lot of good ones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I I've bought more 360 games now than I did when I only had a 360. I mean, like, it doesn't seem like a week goes by that you can't pick up something like Bayonetta or Shadows of the Damned or something for like 5 bucks. Yeah, and play it on your Xbox One. Like, like if you, to be if fair you, though, you could probably buy a PS4 Pro and an Xbox 360 for about the same price as an Xbox One X. But I wouldn't even suggest an Xbox One X. I'm just, I mean, you're right. You're absolutely. I mean, you could play those on an S. That's fine. Yeah, and that's just it. Like this, the console goes on for for next to nothing on a regular basis in comparison to uh, PS4, just the standard PS4. Well, I guess we, I guess we then, should also, since we're talking about Xbox, we should probably go ahead and talk about Xbox All Access that was confirmed. Again, making stuff affordable, which is so, weird. Yeah, let's, let's talk nice. about that. So Microsoft announced Xbox All Access this week, confirmed it. It had been rumored for a little while. Um, right now it's currently limited. I think it runs from August to December. And you can only do it out of Microsoft Store. Which sucks. That's yeah, that's that's sure. the biggest downfall to this announcement. Because, um, as we were talking about in our email chain, can you name where your closest Microsoft Store is at home? Uh, actually, I listeners? can, because I know where it's at. But Yeah, we've got one not too far from us. Yeah. I, I'm assuming the closest one I have is an hour away in Toronto. 
not even sure if there is one there. So basically what this is, is it allows you to get an Xbox One S or Xbox One X for a monthly fee. Uh, for an S, I believe it's $21.99 per month. And for an X, it is $34.99 per month. And that gives you the system and two years of Xbox Live Gold and Xbox uh, Game Pass. And at the rate that they're, you know, they're advertising it as if you were paying for the stuff monthly, so it's obviously going to come up as more. But even, you know, just buying the cards for the year for each of those services, Game Pass is going to be $240 for two years. Uh, Gold is going to be $120 for two years if you buy two $60 cards, which none of us do. We always buy them when they're on sale. So, but whatever. And then the system, you know, an X is 500 an S is 300 Retail, you can certainly get them cheaper than that. But if you pay the $22 a month or $35 a month for the two years, it actually comes out to less than the suggested retail price. So they're not yeah. gouging you on this. They're not charging you kind of an interest for doing it this way. And this gives people who can't afford to shell out, you know, 500 or $300 for a console straight up front the ability to get into their ecosystem, which I think is kind of the point of this is that we're nearing the end of this generation, which is still crazy for me to say that out loud. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, it, it's weird because unlike uh, the last generation, which went on like way longer, um, the, the, we, it feels like we just started this one because we're just seeing sort of the bigger exclusives, right? Well, we also got the big, um, the mid-range consoles that came out. That too. That That's a big thing, because right now PS4 Pro and Xbox One X are kind of the top of their game for consoles, and it feels like we're getting, people are just now getting used to, you know, rendering things in 4K and HDR and... You know, these games are finally able to be what the developers wanted them to be on these bigger consoles. So it feels weird to be talking about an Xbox 2 and PS5 right now. Especially considering there's four and $500 consoles still out there. Yeah. I mean, but this is Microsoft's move to get people into the Xbox ecosystem, get them into Game Pass, so they have all these, you know, monthly games that they can play. Um, show them all the backwards compatibility stuff, and hopefully, probably, this could be a testing ground for next gen. So let's say Xbox 2 launches at $500, which would be optimistic, I think, at this point, and people oh, yeah. can't afford $500. It'll be like $1,000 in Canada. They just... See, that's the thing, is like the $500 for Xbox One X right now is hard to swallow. It really it's is. It's 800 I think, in Canada. So talking about launching new consoles in like less than two years if you don't get them under $500 they ain't going to sell Microsoft proved that this gen Sony proved it the gen before no I, well yes and then don't if you're going to sell a more expensive console don't sell it as maybe get a second job yeah no and you know we see it every generation price does matter you know the PlayStation 3 launched at five ninety nine. nobody fucking bought that I I wanted a PlayStation Three and bought a 360 because it was cheaper. Yeah, and then place and then Xbox One and PS4 launched. PS4 was stronger and it was a hundred bucks cheaper. So you can't launch Xbox Two at five hundred six hundred dollars. You just can't. Of course, we said the same thing when Xbox One X came out. We said they can't sell it for five hundred, and they sold it for five hundred. So 
But anyway, Xbox All Access, I think it's a great deal. Um, and I, you know, I'm very interested to see how it turns out. It's not something that I would do, because it's just... I don't know, I, I like to just own what I buy, so if I'm going to buy it, I just buy it. But not everybody has that option, so I think it's cool that it's available. And Game Pass is totally worth it. Xbox Live, we can argue all day long on whether or not that's worth 60 bucks a year, but that's another story. Um, Streets of Rage 4 was announced. That was a, that was a weird thing. It's weird because yeah. I'm surprised that they remember that series. Um, it's surprising it's, that it's uh, not published by Sega. <laughs> but neither was the last Wonder Boy. It won- they still own the Wonder Boy. Uh, yeah, but Streets of Rage has a little it, more. We're working with .mu apparently, and I don't know. It's a weird combination. So .mu is the main publisher. Sega has licensed the name to them. And once again, Lizard Cube, who did dr- the Dragon's Trap, is doing this new game, and I love their art style. So it's all hand drawn. It's a little weird for Streets of Rage, but um, it's really weird that they didn't announce platforms for this game. I don't know how far. Yeah, that's very is. strange. Like they haven't confirmed it for any system. They just said, "Hey, here's Streets of Rage. It's coming." It's um, on engage only. Hell yeah, dude! Anyway, uh. Taco talking. Fucking right. That's all the news that I have. Is there anything that I missed? Because I was scrolling through that. There was a lot of Fortnite Call of Duty news, and I just skip over most of that. Uh, let's, uh, let's do an email. Video game release dates is the title of the email. This comes from Neo Shakespeare. At Poetic.com. God, that's a great email. Nice. That is such a great email. Uh, So I started going down a rabbit hole today to try to figure out why games release on Tuesday in the U.S. I was watching Kotaku's video review of Dragon Quest XI, which is very well done, by the way. He was talking about how important that series is in Japan, where they work close, where they close work and school whenever a new Dragon Quest game releases. He further mentioned that in Japan, their games release on Saturdays. This got me thinking, why in the hell don't we release games on Saturday in the U.S., considering the large majority of people are already off? I think it's more a question of why is anything released on Tuesday when uh, everybody, most people get paid on a Thursday or a Friday. Um, and if I'm correct... The Dragon Quest thing is sort of a misnomer that they they moved the release dates to weekends because people were off, not so much, and that school was out. But so he, I said, continue. he says so for about the next hour, I feverishly started started some Google research to figure it out. It quickly became obvious that no one really seemed to know for sure, but there are a lot of contributor theories. Business Insider has an article out there, which is somewhat a credible source. This says the Tuesday release started with uh, standard started with Sonic 2 on the Genesis. As a pun, they marketed that game as a simultaneous global release event as Sonic Tuesday. After reading that article, I thought to myself, "I thought to myself, dear God, I hope that isn't the reason." <laughs> After digging a little further, there seems to be some contributable reasons that are more likely the reason. First of all, the U.S. standard for all forms of retail media releases are on Tuesday. This is what I've actually heard. Apparently, this started with the music industry, Yep, where cassette tapes were shipped to retailers on Mondays and put on sale on Tuesdays. 
This music industry would chart their singles on a weekly basis, and Mondays were the earliest they could ship to avoid high weekend charges. Eventually, VHS and video game cartridges fell in line with the same standard, especially considering the publishers tended to be the same for all media entertainment formats. Now, having, having worked in a music store, I can tell you that I believe that is the it predominant is. reason behind um, all of this. And and even then, uh, the it was never the case in Europe. So the because Europe uh, released stuff uh, like music and movies on Fridays, uh, or at least music, and that's the reason why music's now released on Fridays. I know a lot of people don't understand that because they don't buy CDs, but that's the reason why your Spotify will update on a Friday with oh here's new stuff that has come out from artists you follow. Um, and we moved our dates to Friday with um, music. Movies still come out on Tuesday. And games now, we're slowly moving towards like Thursday and Friday. Um, but then still release on Tuesday. And I know some people might not remember this, but for a long time, um, Nintendo used to release all their stuff Sunday. on a Sunday. Yep. Yeah, and it was their day. Only, and it was only, yeah, they would only release stuff on I Sunday. Think, I think that started then, with Pokemon. And then they switched to Friday. Yeah, I think the Sunday thing started with Pokemon, and it was because of that particular reason that they didn't want kids missing school to play Pokemon. Okay. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff that comes with the releases. So, um, yeah, we'd receive, like, stuff through a, um, through a courier for... Uh, Nintendo on a Saturday, I think. Like, it's weird. It's a whole weird thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's one of those made a decision and then everybody kind of stuck to it. It says, nowadays we have some special video game releases on Fridays, which is the closest they can release something for the weekend to av- and avoid increased shipping ca- charges. After looking all this up, I have changed my mind that Saturday releases in the U.S. is not a good idea from a business standpoint. However, a Friday release, or digitally at midnight on Thursdays, would make better sense for new video for new standard of video game releases, especially since many people get paychecks on Fridays in the U.S. Mm. It would be very difficult to change the standard now, but what do you all think about that? Do you all have theories about video game releases, schedules, or past experiences? Funny stories about taking off work, school, etc. I never took off work or school for a new video game release. Um, I will say that as someone that used, that's worked, so there's a um, the Target equivalent, I suppose, at one point or another in uh, Canada was Zellers. And I, um, when I worked there, we'd get stuff in way before... Uh, it was only really Nintendo that would ship, like, to make sure it was only a couple days before. But certain stuff is sitting in the back of a store for a while. Um, it might be different now, but it's to say that it's shipping costs, like, I don't know about that fully. I'm sure some of it is, but, like, sometimes, like, ship it on a different day and then have it release on a, like, there's... You'd get fired if you like the pictures that you see of like skids of Spider-Man, um, and and stuff. Uh, people have been fired for stuff like that. Uh, you can't sell um, games before release date. I, obviously, there's certain places you can. They'll sell it to you under the table, but um, most like it's Zellers and at Target. I know at EB. I know at Walmart because I try to buy games early there. Um, their system is set up with release dates that won't let them sell games before release date so um 
to say that it's shipping costs, like, I, I don't know if that would be a good enough excuse because they would just fire an employee for selling it beforehand if they had it sitting in the store. Long yeah, no, I've it's not like they're shipping pallets of, they don't ever ship you a pallet of video games. Uh, so a popular video game you might get two boxes of, and those boxes are filled from anywhere from 15 to 25 copies. I've worked in video game retail <clears throat> for many, many years, and it is true that you you get stuff early sometimes. Um, we would get stuff like a week early, and then they'd have the big orange sticker on it that says don't sell before said date. Um, yeah. We actually did get pallets of video games, Um Back well, did you the, get pallets of video games uh, of one video game? Yeah, so get, so oh, wow. this is so this was before shipping became a little more convenient. But um, I don't know if you remember this, Wombat. But working at GameStop, um, they used to ship a pallet to one store, and then all of the other stores would drive to that store to pick up their allotment. Oh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I remember being a manager at one point. I would have to go. Uh, I remember a Madden release where I had to do that, and basically the pallet was sitting in the middle of the store, and you had to go get your uh, your quantities. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's. There's been a lot of weird things. I remember having to go. This is a funny story, but I actually remember having to drive to another store to pick up our allotment of brute force for the original Xbox. And all wow. of all of my regulars in the store didn't believe that it was real because if you remember Brute Force, they delayed that game like a thousand times, and nobody thought it was a real game. <laughs> yeah, Brute Force. The, uh, Force. I've told the story on the podcast before, but um, since we're talking about music, um, I remember when the Hanson CD came out. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, We had, not only did we have a line of people at our gate before we opened, um, when the UPS driver showed up, because we didn't actually get our shipment until that morning, when the UPS driver showed up, um, people that were waiting for the CD were, like, trying to get in his truck to find the box. Wow. Um, It was insane. Yeah. It was insane. People go nuts over that stuff. I still remember Halo 2, the launch of Halo 2, because I worked that, and just people clamoring to get that game. And we had that game probably a week and a half before it launched. And just sitting in the back room, just big giant boxes with orange stickers on them. And I remember doing the midnight opening, and the line was just ridiculous. (laughs) I I don't know what did I work that would have been big release. I don't think I've ever worked a huge huge uh, video game release. So I've always kind of been lucky and been off. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool having lived through some of that. I worked the Dreamcast it, launch. I worked the PS2 launch. I actually worked the Xbox 360 launch. Because I would have I would have been. I worked, oh god, I was one of the unlucky, so everybody says like, uh, the Wii exploded, and it definitely sold out in its original, like, quick run, um, but this, it sold out to, like, fans of Nintendo, yes. long before it became a, everybody and their grandmother need one. Yeah, so, I was at the Wii launch with actually a and, bunch and, of you guys, and yeah, we we just went in, picked it up, and went home. Yeah, and and that's the thing. A lot of people have rewritten history in their heads, and um, I was the unlucky bastard that worked the um, Christmas where everybody wanted one. 
And let me tell you, if we, <laughs> we we could not keep them in store, and that is something that we'd get nearly a pallet of, and we could not keep them in store long enough. Obviously, it's a bigger box, so the pallets, you know, yeah, it's going to be a bit more sense, bigger but stuff, like, yeah. But oh my god, um, it, it has I, like that, and that's part of the other reason why is that um, the release dates in like popularity of stuff, so like it doesn't ash. Uh, I don't think that matters because if anything's popular enough, um, people will do whatever they can to get it that day. Um, so yeah, it's uh, and like it doesn't even have to be new. Um, people will swarm. So, um, but yeah, I worked. Oh lord, yeah, I worked the the Christmas that that came out, and I also worked. I want to say it was the Christmas after. And this is a weird one. People wanted the Mario All-Stars for the Wii so badly. Um, it was the box edition that had, like, the soundtrack CD um, and the little art book. And that was one of the worst things I've ever had to deal with. Because not only was it for a console that we, we still couldn't keep in stock, um, because it was still popular, it was then a limited edition game that was just the ROM of Super Mario All-Stars thrown on the disc. It, um, yeah, it don't matter. But yeah, like it, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it, the, if it's popular with like mainstream people, it'll, it doesn't matter when you put that date, people will come. So it could be, games could release on a Wednesday and if it was popular enough, people, it would be an issue on a Wednesday too. So just now we have so many games, I don't think any of them can be as popular. Well, digital's also but, changed a bunch of that, too. That, too, yeah. yeah and, sure. and the fact that you can preload stuff the night before on digital. Shit, makes that dude, Tomb, Raider, Tomb Raider's already preloading. I saw a bunch of people out there the other oh, wow. day. That, that, that thing is already preloading. Um, Damn. I still, the, the, the one last story I'll tell about this, and I think this was hilarious, was uh, I worked Ocarina of Time for the N64, and that thing was absolutely impossible, because if you remember, it was gold cartridge when it first launched, Yep. and a lady came into the store and was yelling at my manager because we didn't have any, because obviously nobody fucking had any, and she picked up the display box, because we worked at EB Games, and she threw it at my manager. That's so awesome. (laughs) And he about, like, he was one of those guys that, like, didn't take no shit, so he almost tackled her. Wow. Because he hit her, he, she hit him in the eye with the corner of the oh, box. Oh yeah, I would have. Oh, <laughs> At the very least, I'd have called the police. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, it was hilarious though that a lady got so <laughs> mad that she tossed the box at the manager. Oh Ooh, man, Zelda Ocarina of Time was a nasty Christmas. <laughs> I will tell you yeah, that. That sounds it. Anyway, I remember. Uh... I remember buying Smash Brothers and we had to keep it under the desk so we didn't have to keep going into our showcases at Zelda's. Like, that was... Yeah. Big big releases always have weird stuff, but <sighs> I, I don't think what, it matters what day it's on, to be honest with you. I just think it was like one person did it and everybody stuck to it. All right. Antonio sends us an email. He says, I saw that you ha- I saw that if you have the digital version of NBA Live 18, you could pre-order Live 19 from the menu for only 40 bucks." I thought this was a pretty cool way of offering people to purchase the next yearly entry, which decided to give it uh, decided to dive in on that offer. 
It also struck me because many people want these yearly sports games to come down in price, especially considering it can feel like there's nothing innovative being added, as these games have very short dev times. I know EA probably only did it as a tactic to help maintain steady player base in the shadow of 2K, which is basically a huge uphill battle. And just like Wesley Snipes said at the beginning of the movie, Bla- it's at the end of the movie. End. According He's to making Eagle- fun of me. <laughs> some motherfuckers... I already know. Some motherfuckers always try to ice skate uphill. Yes, sir. It's still the best line in any movie ever! And then he roundhouse kicks a syringe across the room. I thought it was at the beginning. No, that's totally at the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, He says, also, I'm excited to see that Onrush will be on Game Pass this Wednesday. That's a great addition. Everybody play that game. But sad at the same time, considering the circumstances that led it to appear on Game Pass so soon after release. Yeah. Onrush is a fun-ass game. Makes me sad that that team got mostly fired after it launched. What'd you say, Ken? What was the last thing you said? The, the, so much of that team got fired after the launch oh, of that yeah. game. But, you know, they put that out. They put that game out at a real bad time. They and they ch- didn't make it clear what the game was. And they charged too much for it. I think it would have been a better $40 game. That. If they had explained what that game was better, I think that would have gone over well. I don't know. Uh, going back to NBA Live, it's weird to see Live go up to 60 bucks this year, because if you remember, 18 was launched at 40 for the same reason, because 2K is just too much of a powerhouse. Yep. So it's weird to see that Live is attempting to sell for 60 this year. I don't know. We'll see what happens. 2K is going to be the best-selling sports game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, in America, anyway, FIFA will be the worldwide winner. I mean, it's just that's just the way it works. Uh, let's go over to the Twitter. Chad says, "So Dragon Quest Eleven plagiarized the opening sequence of Willow?" Question mark. What? No. Okay, so okay, so this is how the beginning of the the game starts. You are the luminary, and you are your mother is running from attackers and puts you in a basket and pushes you down the river. That's okay, so not that's plagiarized from the Bible. The Bible, yeah. <laughs> not not Willow. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Does he get magic acorns? I Not off the top of my head. Yeah. Willow oh. <laughs> well, off good. Willow off good. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very much the Moses sequence. The baby down the river. Nobody, Which, by the way, don't put your baby down the river. What was the joke that we made? Do you remember? I know Wombat probably remembers this because I remember it going insane. It was calling the Bible fiction. I don't remember. That's, we were having a conversation about that oh, once. Somebody was like, "Well, that that's because it's fiction." They're like, "The Bible is fiction." Like what? <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh but... my god! It happened at the end of one. Of, I remember that. And I was, just can't imagine that going over well. I heard, uh, I think Gambus was on the show still at the time. And it's just... oh. <laughs> oh, man. They plagiarized the Bible. I mean, Bible did it first. <laughs> oh, Mookie says, I had spicy fries and it's boiling inside. Rhymes. <laughs> you got, you got, you got hot rhymes. <clears throat> Dropping them fat beats. Um. Bad. Settled Falcon says, "Say tweet now like Arnold would." 
tweet it now. <laughs> Do it. Get to the, the Twitter. Get to the Twitter. Ah. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> oh, shit. Daylight head. Hey, Christmas tree. Retweet this now. Do it. Like my post. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> you can't. You can't do that on Twitter. I can't. Oh well, whatever. I should think Arnold should do that. <laughs> um. He also says we miss Gambus big time. Why did he quit? <clears throat> time. Time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Mookie says, belated congratulations, guys. Hope to hear more shows till the last pioneering crew kicks the bucket. Wow. <laughs> Thanks. Yikes. So who, uh, everybody out there on Twitter, send in to uh, <laughs> N4G, uh, the, the N4G radio uh, Twitter. Who you think will die first? <laughs> Didn't we have that? Didn't we have that question on the show once? I'm sure we did. Yeah. I'm 100% positive that we did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were all like trying to figure out who would die first. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm not even, I'm not even 40 yet. Leave me alone. I'm almost 40, but I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. Settle Falcon says, uh, also, I hope in Red Dead Redemption 2 we can have fun with the soiled doves GTA 5 style. What? I'm trying to figure that out myself. GTA I don't know what that means. GTA 5 style? I, like, is that where you take the peyote and turn into the? Like, is that what he's referring? I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not even certain. I'm still the trying. Are, aren't the aren't the pigeon? Isn't it the pigeons from uh, GTA Four? Give me a second. I'm I gonna mean, look this up. I, I mean, don't know this is. I mean, this is what it sounds like when the doves cry. I mean, <laughs> this is this is what <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> when <laughs> doves cry. <laughs> Baby, I'm just like my mother. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I was gonna let him keep going. And... Yeah. Okay. I yeah, know. Um, do it now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, doves are crying. Doves are crying. <laughs> oh. Oh. Soil okay. Doves. So. 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 Soil doves. Is. Is a prostitute. What? Whoa. So okay. there. Okay, got it now. What? I don't know. I what? assume because wasn't that in Red Dead that you could spend the night? I mean, they had or the la- they had the ladies in the saloons, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're looking for first person, I'm. I don't know if this game's in first person or not. But um. That's a weird question. I don't know how to answer that. Soil. I want somebody to explain to me why soil doves is another name for prostitution. Well, there's uh, soil doves prostitution of the early west is the name of a book. So I don't know. Um, I mean, whoever wrote that. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. That it just seems to be what they'd refer to. Like I'm looking it up, and it just seems to be. What? Okay. I don't understand why it's soiled dove and not just like dove, but um, whatever. Mm. 
forgot to mention that I did my placement matches for Overwatch this week. And and I went I won eight and drawed two. I didn't lose a match. And I also realized how people feel when I talk about Overwatch because I listened to two podcasts this week where they talked about Dota for like 20 minutes. Mm, it was one of those... Uh... Yeah, that was one of them. And I'm sitting there thinking... Yeah, when they listen to Dota... Okay, so here's the difference. <laughs> Dota sucks? Yeah, not <laughs> only does Dota suck. I'm kidding. Um, no. When they're talking about Dota, it's like way too much mechanic based stuff like it's just like or, or the way that it's the money's made and all this shit and they don't talk about how their matches go for like it talks about all this this stuff that is only interesting to people that know dota here's here's our overwatch talk this character is really good this is going to change the meta see that's and that's another I thing i matches. would, I would make it. a joke about if you listen to a podcast that talks about dota here's a drinking game for you take a shot every time they say the word meta oh I'm sure. Y'all motherfuckers die. Alcohol poisoning. But it's just like, it's like, you know, I don't know. It, it's the changes of Overwatch, too. Like, Overwatch is consistently changing, and I don't know how much Dota actually changes. Oh, Dota changes very much. Uh, well, uh, they change into a better game. Shh, stop it. But no, I had to tweet <laughs> out my picture of my match placements. I had eight wins and two draws, and I was like, oh my You had God. to show off. Don't. I didn't lose a match. This. I finished in gold. <clears throat> Dustin says, Streets of Rage 4, I'm in. Yeah, me too. But you don't know if you have a machine to play it yet. I'll, I'm pretty sure I will. Um, I hope that Yuzo Koshiro is brought back to do the soundtrack, because it's going to be hard to sell that game to me without him, because he's kind of essential to the game series. As long as it sounds more like 1 and 2 rather than 3. Uh, Dustin says, oh, we forgot to talk about this. So now a Shovel Knight multiplayer battle mode, okay? I get Shovel Knight is cool, but move on to a different game, boys. It's getting oversaturated. Yeah. I will agree Most with that, that sentiment. I love Shovel Knight. It's a great game, but uh, how about either make a Shovel Knight 2 or let's do something else. Because um, um, those, and, those and, campaigns weren't great. And uh, speaking of Shovel Knight, and this is... I, I forgot to mention it. Um... So N- Nicholas, is it Nicholas or Nicholas? Nicholas. The people that okay. So the people that uh, published um, Wade Strangers, they are teasing a game that looks like a indie ba- like all the indie characters um, <laughs> playing basketball. Sure, I'm interested. It I, kind I, of rem- the art style kind of reminds me of River City Ransom. I'd play that. I'd play that too. It's something different. I'd buy that for a dollar. Robocop. Come on, y'all. I know, I know, man. What what do you want me to say? How do you want me to respond to that? that? It's the second time I've had that reference made to me in the last, like, two days. It's fucking iconic. Yeah, but, like, I also can't... We're not on video when we do this. Because the video makes that that statement even better where he looks like he just came up from snorting a line. I really need Dustin to do my news because he brought up another one in his next tweet that I forgot to talk about. They announced fucking Onimusha. Yeah, but it's the straight remake, right? I don't, I don't care. It's coming back. Like Apparently we... they're allowing for analog control. Uh, play Onimusha again. Like I've never played an Onimusha yeah. game. so it's probably really so... Oh man, the first one is so good. Yeah, so well, good. Uh, so so I I should 
I never played Resident Evil when they came. Like, I haven't played two. I know we've gone over this, but it's just, like, those games weren't interesting to me at the time. I, like, I didn't have a PS1. I got a PS2. And, um, well, at the was time. On PS2. Right, I know. I'm just saying, like, it was a Resident Evil sort of ish game. And, like, to me at that time, like, horror games did not interest me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more interested in playing. Onimush um, is not really a Resident Evil style game. It just plays like Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Well, th- yeah. that didn't come across. So, like, at that time, I was playing, like, Half Life on the PS2, which is weird. Uh, um, and Max Payne and stuff like that. So. Onimush is um, so good. The blade, the, the soul blade arm. You suck the souls into your arm. I, yep. And what's weird is I've been hearing a lot of good things before this was announced, and I was like, maybe I should pick up Onimusha. Yeah, you should totally cheap. play Onimusha but when it, it comes but out. But it's dirt cheap. But then it was like, oh, it's getting announced that it's coming to... I'm like, well, that's the way I'm going to do it. Yeah, no, but I'll play that game again. Uh, but his tweet says... So back in June, I traded in some games to my favorite retro game store and was debating what to get with my in-store credit. When I finally buckled and bought the Onimusha trilogy, since it seemed they would never remaster it, then last <laughs> week the news broke, and all I could say is, "Damn." Yeah, dude, damn. I've been there before. There's a um, to show how much of a loser I am. Uh, there's a an old Sonic animated feature. Um, sometimes people call it "Scrape Your Knuckles." Uh, um, because it's written on the cover, Sonic OVA is what it's known as by fans. And uh, it's, it's super expensive on DVD, and I have the VHS version, which is obviously not the easiest to play. And I know if I buy it on DVD, they'll just announce that they're printing it again, so I refuse to buy it. Um, I've done that with video games, too. It's the worst feeling. Yeah. Uh, he also says, I would love to replay Witcher 1 in a heartbeat. I love that game, and I don't know if I'd go back to 2. I didn't care for it as much. Uh, I, I loved 2. Uh, and two is actually, if you've only beat it once, you've only seen half the story. Yep. Because um, two has a significant decision that you make halfway through the game, and the entire rest of the game is completely different. I've never so. played the other path. Which path did you play? Uh, the, the the dude, not the elf. Bro Roach? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, um, uh, the, the elf path is actually... My suggestion to everybody is play uh, the Roche patch uh, path first and then go back and play the Elven path because um, it will make you either feel really bad or think differently about an encounter that's at the very end of the game. Uh, but it's, uh, I, in my opinion, of course, I'm biased. It's definitely worth playing that game twice because you get a completely different path. Um the second time you play it, if you if you make the choice differently, and that game is backward compatible on Xbox One, so it you is, can't yep. go back to it. And they never put that out on PS3. Nope, I had totally forgot not. about that. Well, did you remember that they actually had plans to release the first Witcher, yes. um, a remastered version of the first Witcher on uh, Xbox, and uh, never did. Yeah, they never got around to it. Yep. That'd be a good collection next year. Release all three games in one package. Yeah, man. Uh, he says, did Tony get his panties wet when they announced three Wonder Boy games will be free on Games with Gold? Yeah, I already own them, but... Yeah, but I, I mean, he, that, that wasn't the question. He wants to know about your panties. No. Um, a, because what? Uh, B, um, like, that's not my reaction to any game. Um, but... Uh, I'm happy that people will 
maybe try them out. Um, the Lizard Cube remake of three was spectacular, and they're really they're really good games. And I'm hoping that people try them out because unfortunately they were the Sega answer to Zelda to some extent. Um, especially if you play Wonder Boy. Sorry, I thought that was Fantasy Star. No, that's more their answer to Final Fantasy. That's a that's a uh, RPG series. Yeah, I know it was RPG, but I always thought they tried to. Uh, they tried to do it with Golden Axe Warrior. Like that's a um, Sega Master System game that is just Zelda, um, but they never really had anything that was one to one. And and Wonder Boy, if you play Wonder Boy, you'll see it's a lot like Zelda Two in terms of gameplay, except not as cryptic and not as hard. Um, but there's some really neat stuff done with that game. Uh, and actually, I guess it's sort of Metroid-like too, because it's open world and that you have to get items to traverse. Like, you can't go underwater until you have the trident. Um, can't cross the sand until you have the right boots. Um, it's but, always uh, about boots, man. The boots make the man. Yeah. Um... It's a really good story and a really good game. Um, in fact, the uh, uh, Konjak, uh, the guy that made um, uh, Iconoclast. Oh my God, really... Thank you. Um, I was like, I know the last part of it. I couldn't remember the first part. Iconoclast uh, did a Zelda like fan game that was heavily inspired by Wonder Boy. That's available on his site. Um, it is a it is a fantastic series that, unfortunately, because Sega marketed more towards being arcadey, uh, doesn't get as much attention as it probably should have. So please play that game. Uh, but I already own them. I own well, I own three of them, or I own two of those physically. I can't own the fourth one, uh, Wonder uh, Monster World Four, physically because it's Japanese only. His next tweet says, "Super Metroid is the best Metroidvania." Yeah, yeah. I'd either go with that or Symphony of the Night. One of those. Two. I, I think I'd put it above Symphony of the Night because there's just there's parts of Symphony of the Night where I just go, okay, this is that room again. Sure, sure. And, and like most, what makes Symphony of the Night like on par, I think, with like or close to on par with Super Metroid is that there's so many items and so many neat little things that are just throwaway, like the a la carte armor. The Alucard armor. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> like, just the fact that you can knock the uh, librarian out of his chair by doing the super jump that I can never seem to pull off enough times. Um, yeah, there's just a little neat stuff like that in that series. But yeah, I, I, you know what? Yeah, Super Metroid's probably the best. Finally, his last tweet says, Did anyone collect toys as a kid? I have a healthy supply of TMNT figures. My son will inherit. I wish I still had mine. I wish I still had my Transformers. I wish I still had my reboot figures. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I was a little boy, and I kind of beat the shit out of my toys. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. So, like, I had a bunch of G.I. Joes, TMNT, Transformers, He-Man. I had all those figures. Ah, He-Man! <laughs> Skeletor! <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so yeah, I, and like, how many of my He-Man figures were missing arms by the end of my childhood? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same with like my my reboot figure uh, of Bob had like he had a pin in his arm to hold it in so he could still move his arm. So like, after I watched the boy who could fly, I buried a lot of my GI Joes when they died in battle. Nice. So there's probably a bunch of rotted G.I. Joes in my childhood. I don't know if they'd rot. They'd probably have the paint scraped off of them, though. Yeah. I broke a lot of their little rubber bands. <laughs> oh, I forgot that they had rubber bands. I never had one of them because yep. those are the older style. But by the time I had one, they were plastic. Yeah. Yeah. My Transformers. I broke a lot of my Transformers, but man, those were the coolest toys. I. I th- I still have all my Lego in a c- container downstairs, but um, if there's anything I wish I'd kept, it was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Reboot had, like, the equivalent of, um, I can't remember what, was it Mighty Max that were the equivalent to, male equivalent to Polly Pockets? I mean, possibly. Okay, uh, so they had, like, they were super tiny little Ninja Turtles, and they actually had, like, holes in their hands to put weapons in. Um, it was a supreme choking hazard in hindsight. Um, but there were these little play sets, and they were so well detailed for what they were, and they don't make them anymore, obviously, because they're super dangerous. Um, but, uh, I wish I still had those. Out of anything that I wish I got, like, I got rid of, I wish I still had those. I'll tell you what, if you want to really go nostalgia, <clears throat> go watch uh, the toys that made us that is a great, absolutely amazing series. I think the only one that's really weird is the um, the Barbie Hello one. Kitty. Is, the Barbie one is weird. That Barbie one is is crazy. The story behind it, yeah, like the story the behind the, it is weird. The, as fuck. The, the weird one that stands out to me though is the Hello Kitty one because it, it isn't really a toy; it's a brand. Yeah, it's uh, Sanrio. Yeah, the Sanrio characters and stuff. Uh, the Transformers one, watching that they make them out of wood. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, the guy, basically one guy too. Yeah, the guy that designed most of the Transformers, like how humble he was, and all this. Like that—that that is a great show. I need to finish that, it. I haven't watched. And all they're of making them. a second season. Second season's already out. Second season was. Um... No, no, no. I mean, like, so, so that it's a split season. <clears throat> it was four and four. They're, no, they're making new. Um, they're making new episodes. Um, and I was like. That's a lot Let of dead see. air. Yeah, <laughs> that was a lot of dead air. Sorry, as uh, going through, um, they're doing Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I'd watch that one. Uh, Power Rangers. Yeah, that one I'd watch. My I'd Little watch. Pony. My Little Pony makes sense. Yeah. Uh, looks like they're doing wrestling figures. Wrestling cool. figures were huge. Yeah. Yeah, they. I, the I want to see the Voltron not- episode because. Man, everybody remembers the lions, but the cars, there was like 32 of them or something. Wow, was there really? I knew that they did a drawn with cars, but I'd never seen it. Yeah, I remember one of my friends when I was in elementary school had it, and we used to put it together, and I was like, this is fucking insane. It was like, um, the Transformers had those two, like the Voltron, the Stunticons, and the, the, the Constructicons. Yeah. That stuff was cool. We had cool toys. <laughs> yeah, we did have cool toys. I see the toys my kid gets now, and I'm like, these aren't fucking cool. 
<laughs> the the turtles one is gonna be probably my favorite because all the different versions of the Ninja Turtles that they had. Oh my god, I had um, so but yeah, many. So you're you're right. By the way, they they label it the toys that made us three. Okay, yeah, because I know the first one was only four episodes, and I thought it was I thought it was one season that they split, kind of like Castlevania, but I, I was apparently wrong. My apologies. I wish they'd pump out Castlevania as quick as they pump out Voltron. I thought they I thought they were supposed to have. Season two of Castlevania is on October twenty sixth. Okay, good. It is coming, but man, that first season was so short. I haven't watched it yet because I knew the second season or <sighs> second season was coming, it's and I was like, so I don't want to watch this because I'll hit a point where I just go, I want to watch more. No, fuck that. I watched it all in one night. It's real short, uh, and I'll probably watch it again before the second one comes out. It's so good. Also, they have Vanilla Ice apparently for Toys That Made Us three. For Ninja Turtles, I'm assuming? Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, did they ever make a Vanilla Ice action figure? I, they, I wish they did. Uh, <laughs> have all the movie figures. You um, just, just let's be frank, you just want a Vanilla Ice action figure. Of course. Well, I mean, of course. Um, Whose real name is you, Robert Van Winkle. Have you seen, um, speaking of Ninja <clears throat> Turtles in the movies, have you seen the NECA figures for the movies? No. They're scary accurate to the costumes. Like, they look just like the costumes you for the You talking about for the original movies or the yes. new movies? No, not the new movies. The original movies. <sighs> the ones where they actually put a lot of work into the movie. I like the new movies. They're fine. I haven't even... I, I just I don't like the designs of the Turtles. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, come on. The third movie of the original trilogy is trash. Well, there isn't a third movie as far as I'm concerned. That's so. what I'm saying. It's just it's trash. It's not a good movie, but... The second, the the new second movie is like the most fan served. Motherfucking Technodrome's in it. It's so good. Okay, well then I have to watch it. Yeah, it's it's so good. The second movie, the Bebop, Rocksteady. It's so good. Anyway, that is all the tweets. If you want to tweet at us at M4G Podcast, uh, you can send in your favorite. What's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Mine? <laughs> no, I said send us in. <laughs> oh, send us in your favorite Ninja Turtle. You can email us at podcast at ztgd.com. Tell us your favorite Ninja Turtle. I mean, anything other than Leonardo is incorrect. But that's Except fine. when you're playing a video game. Then where you play Donatello. Donatello. You always play Donatello <laughs> in the video games. That's how that works. Uh, you can follow all of us on Twitter. Uh, Anthony is at NTRSKT. Ryan is at WombatRP. You can follow me at ZTGD and the site at ZTGD Content. Whew. Um, plug Drew show. Drew's not here, you bastard. Uh, Phoenix Down, Final Fantasy XII is coming to an end. Next up is Red Dead Redemption 2. Anthony, you're going to be on that show, right? I, sh- I should be, yep. Holy cow. Everybody th- see that he's going to stop getting listeners then. See? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just sad. All right. Everybody's leaving this show for that show. But no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Just- just spear me through the chest. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fiction anyway. But uh, that is all we have for this week. Fuck it, there's video games coming out. Spider-Man, Tomb Raider. Those games are coming soon. If you like basketball, you got basketball games this week. Go play those. Go play some hoops. Hoops, there it is. Hoop. There it is. Fuck it. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Welcome to the end.